0: Welcome to the Hayes Worldwide Careers Advice Podcast, bringing you insights into the world of work. In this series, I'll be talking to experts to give you practical tips and advice on careers. I'm your host, John Beasley from Hayes, the world's largest specialist recruiter. Digital technology is having a huge impact on both society and the workplace, generating unprecedented and constant change. Increasing levels of automation and the growing adoption of artificial intelligence and robotic software across many industries are transforming the world of work around us. With all this innovation comes a lot of change, not least to jobs, tasks and skills. So today we're joined by Simon Winfield, Managing Director of Hayes UK and Ireland, to discuss how you, our listeners, can ensure your long-term career success in this era of digital change. Thanks for joining us today, Simon. Before we begin, it would be great if you could just introduce yourself to our listeners.
1: Okay. My name's Simon Winfield. I'm the MD for Hayes in the UK and Ireland. I joined Hayes in 2006 into the Australian business and started my career in 1993. But I was initially responsible for Western Australia and Northern Territory in Australia, and then relocated back to the UK in 2014. I was responsible then for the Western Wales and then latterly Ireland before being appointed MD for the UK and Ireland in 2018. And I've just been appointed as a corporate director for the REC, the Recruitment Employment Confederation Council, earlier on this year. Thanks, Simon. Now, the topic of today's podcast is all about
0: digital transformation. Before we start, I thought it'd be useful if we could clarify for our listeners what we mean by digital transformation, as well as the other words associated with the subjects such as automation and human value.
1: It's a good place to start, and I think some of these buzzwords can be quite confusing. And I think it's really important for all of us, given how topical it is, that we have some understanding of what these things mean technology is you know rapidly proliferating the world of work and generating constant change and that's going to impact all of us if it's not already to start with digital transformation essentially is the acceleration of activities and processes to leverage the changes and opportunities provided by digital technology george westerman of massachusetts institute of technology defines it pretty well he says digital transformation marks a radical rethinking of how an organization uses technology people and processes to fundamentally change a business's performance which i think is a pretty good way of summing it up automation is another a very commonly used term and you hear it more and more. Automation is an alternative to manual processing. Effectively, it's the creation of technology and its application in order to control or operate a process automatically. A great example of this is sales and marketing professionals now have access to automated lead generation software. So thanks to technology, the process of collecting leads and fielding them to the business doesn't need to be a manual process anymore. There are other great examples in text mining technology, for example, used by the legal profession to read through extensive legal documents. And then I think lastly, when people speak about digital transformation, the term human value is often used, and we use it a lot in what we do every day. And really, human value is the application of people's competencies, their skills, their experience to do a job and the individual tasks. In the digital age, the skills and competencies we have as humans will become even more important. Qualities such as adaptability, curiosity play a key part in ensuring the success of digital transformation projects. So the value we can add as humans has never been more important in today's world of work.
0: I'm sure our listeners would agree that digital technology is having a huge impact on the workplace, driving unprecedented amounts of change. Do you have any examples of how certain industries and jobs are changing?
1: Yeah, there's no doubt that levels of automation and growing adoption of artificial intelligence and robotic software are transforming the world of work and how we work. I mean, some examples, I guess the accountancy profession is already starting to eradicate some of the low level Document processing tasks such as reconciling accounts to focus on higher value tasks. Sales and marketing we talked about a minute ago, but you know they've now got access to great automated lead generation software that enables them to build on and exploit their existing skills more effectively lawyers using text mining techniques to read through big documents and the construction industry, things like drones are being used in a rapidly changing civil engineering and construction marketplace. so there's lots of change across many different industries Our recent survey we surveyed 14 and a half thousand people in the UK and found that the resounding majority of people feel automation should be embraced. the workplace which is really promising however a huge 70 percent of those rate their understanding and ability to use the latest digital technology as merely average so there's work to be done both from an employee and an employer perspective in ensuring that all this digital change is a success
0: it sounds as though this era of digital change isn't going to stop anytime soon if anything it's only going to increase so how important do you think it is for our listeners to be able to adapt and be open to change
1: I think in the changing world we're in today, it's inevitable that, you know, your tasks are going to change too. So it's becoming increasingly important that employees are more adaptable and open to that change. After all, this change means we're all going to be operating outside of our comfort zones more frequently. It's also more likely we'll all be working and collaborating with different people from different departments more frequently, whilst all the time using new technology. So there's a lot to change. It's important that employees start to embrace change and see it as an opportunity to learn and to develop instead of something to shy away from and avoid and make sure that you convey this openness to change to your manager or prospective manager. After all, if they can tap into that, you'll be better able to add value and digital transformation projects are far more likely to be a success.
0: Now, one way our listeners could embrace change is by adapting something called a growth mindset, which is something our CEO, Alistair Cox, discussed recently on his LinkedIn Influencer series. Do you think this is important in today's era of digital change?
1: Yeah, I think it's really important. And whether you call it a growth mindset, I've heard it called a software mindset. And I think you know it's, it's really, really important in the change that we're seeing today. According to Stanford University psychologist, Carol Gweck, a growth mindset's all about believing you can develop your existing skills and learn new ones with practice and effort. However, those with a fixed mindset tend to believe that their skills are relatively fixed and won't be changed or improved. And I think there are a number of ways you can ensure that mindset for growth is more often than not our default sort of setting. Understand that the brain works like a muscle. It needs challenges in order to grow. So how do we expect our brains to grow if we're constantly doing the same things all the time? Start prioritising the more challenging or uncomfortable tasks rather than the safer ones. And if you think a colleague or a stakeholder is smarter or better than you in some way, instead of feeling threatened, think about how you could learn from them. And understand that you're not going to master a new technology or learn a new skill overnight. It takes time, effort and practice, but you certainly get there in the end. So yeah, I think in order to handle all the changes technology is going to bring, I think it's important that we try and shift this sort of growth mindset, this software mindset and change the way we think of our approach to new tasks if we do we'll feel far more open and equipped to deal with all the changes on the horizon and even embrace them for the good of all of our careers, to be fair. I imagine it's
0: extremely important for employees to get a good understanding from their employers on exactly what digital change is on the horizon if they're to adapt. If they're not being clear on this, how would you recommend employees go about finding out
1: Yeah, look, I think it's really important, and I think in order to be open and adaptable to change, you've got to understand exactly what that change is going to be and what skills you'll need, how it's going to impact your team, and how it's going to impact the bigger picture for the business. You've got to have a full sight of the role you'll play and the value you can offer. So I think find out what automation is taking place within your team, your department, the wider business. Also understand what investments taking place in the wider industry, you know, the industry you work in, and evaluate the potential impact of that change on your role and that of your team. I think what I'm trying to say is you shouldn't just sit back and wait to be told what technology journey you're about to go on, but be proactive, speak to your manager, try and understand the direction your team's taking. I think it's also important, not just a one-off conversation, keep the dialogue going and revisit that regularly with your manager.
0: Now, as we've discussed, the rise of digital technology means that tasks are evolving. This obviously is leading to an increase in demand for certain soft and technical skills. Which skills do you think are becoming increasingly important?
1: I think both soft and the technical skills are really absolutely vital sort of human element of success of any digital transformation. They're also vital to ensure your success now and in the future. So I think it's important you understand which skills are most in demand and that way you can be more proactive in your approach to your own personal development. In terms of specific skills in demand, from our research, we found that soft skills such as critical thinking, communication skills, people management, emotional intelligence are all ranked at the sort of top of the soft skills index, I guess, and skills that employers are facing a shortage of within their existing teams and when they're looking to hire new people. When it comes to technical skills... The top three skill shortages employers said they were facing in their existing teams when hiring were project management, change management, and in particular, data analysis.
0: You mentioned there that employees need to understand what skills are in demand so that they're able to take a proactive approach to their personal development. How do you think our listeners can go about doing that?
1: I think if you're going to really future-proof their employability, it's important that um, employees understand that there's a personal commitment to their own learning and development is absolutely key. So now I think it's the time to start to take more ownership of your own personal development, and certainly something we encourage. I think after all, due to the rate of change, skill gaps are going to occur more often, and therefore employees have got to be proactive and really get into the habit of learning and seeking out new learning opportunities. And it shouldn't just be a one-off activity. I think it needs to become a lifelong habit. In today's world of constant change, lifelong learning is increasingly key, I think, to success. The Cambridge English Dictionary defines lifelong learning as the process of gaining knowledge and skills throughout your life, often to help you do your job properly. So attending training course every three years isn't really going to cut it in today's consistently evolving world of work. So read as much as you can, listen to specific industry podcasts on your commute, attend networking events and embrace every training opportunity your employer offers you essentially do everything you can to ensure that learning becomes more of a habit or a ritual for you rather than just a chore and i think you'll be well on your way to making a lifelong commitment to your own learning equipping yourself for all the change that's on the horizon in the process
0: it's not just down to employees employers also have an important part to play in upskilling their employees if our listeners feel that they're not getting enough support in this area how would you recommend they go about addressing this
1: I don't think our listeners would be alone in feeling they're not adequately supported from a training and development point of view. The survey we recently ran found that employees don't feel they're receiving the support they need from their employer to effectively prepare themselves for automation in the workplace. So I said, I think it's important to our employees take ownership of their own development, but equally... They shouldn't do this in isolation. And Speak to your manager, understand the direction your team's taking and together try and create a training plan that's personal to you. Also ensure you've got regular check-ins with your managers to look at your skills, development, progress, tackle any gaps before they become an issue. Keep the dialogue open and keep talking about it.
0: Thanks, Simon. For our listeners who may be looking for a new role, how would you recommend that they demonstrate in the interview process that they're adaptable to change and have the skills that are required to thrive in this era of digital change?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. I think from what we've covered today and looking at the results of the survey, I think the most important skills to showcase in an interview are adaptability and this commitment to lifelong learning, critical thinking and communication. So if you take them one at a time, I think adaptability and an open-minded approach to change, that sort of software growth mindset we talked about in an interview I think given the opportunity talk through some of the experiences or changes you've pushed you out of your comfort zone you know how did you approach them in a proactive level-headed way and what you learned and the results you delivered from a commitment to lifelong learning point of view again demonstrate your commitment to that lifelong learning and the questions you ask the interviewer for example you know you could explain that you enjoy learning new things and reference how you upskill and then go on to ask what learning and development opportunities are available to you critical thinking problem-solving Prior to your next interview, think back to when you've had to solve a problem. Be prepared to talk to your interviewer through how you've approached solving that problem from start to finish, how you proactively handled any hurdles, and what you learned during that process. The interviewer will be looking for evidence that you can tackle problems head on. And then from a communication point of view, I think communication skills have always been and will continue to be vital to your long-term career success. And with the proliferation of technology, face-to-face communication is vitally important to the modern workplace. In an interview, I think you can demonstrate really strong communication skills by building a strong rapport with the interviewer. Make sure you use the STAR technique to answer their questions clearly and confidently. And lastly, be aware of your nonverbal communication. Smile, make eye contact and use really open body language. I'd also say that an interview is a great opportunity for you to probe a little further in terms of what stage the employer is at in terms of their own digital transformation and automation journey. Ask about the changes that are coming up, new technologies they're investing in and how investments impacting roles, teams or the broader business. I think that's also going to demonstrate to the interview that you're really open to and interested in digital change and the opportunities that can bring.
0: Fantastic advice. Thanks, Simon. We've got more details on techniques such as the star technique on our viewpoint careers advice blog, Mm. if anybody else is interested in those. Now, here's a question we like to ask at the end of every podcast. If you had one piece of advice for our listeners, what would it be?
1: Good question. I think no matter what sector or profession you work in or where you want to take your career, you've got to adopt this software mindset. I think today's changing world, it's inevitable your role is going to change too. It's not about robots taking your jobs, but how you're going to adapt to working in a new world where we need to work alongside new technology. It's happening now. It's not something we can put off till tomorrow. And I don't think you should ever be afraid to try something new or tackle something in a different way and make sure you're displaying this at work. You may say you're open to change, but ensure your manager, your prospective employer is aware of how flexible and adaptable you are to change.
0: Fantastic. Well, thank you very much, Simon. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Hayes Worldwide Careers Advice Podcast. If you have found this advice useful, please do leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. At the same time, if you have any questions or suggestions for future podcast episodes, feel free to reach out to us via email at socialmedia@hays.com.